this is Your Mornings with Radio Maria and I'm Helena and today we are kicking off Marriage Week. It's the 7th of February and this week all the way up to the 14th of February we will be discussing the vocation of marriage and how that, along with it, brings forth new life, families, And we know that in our prayers, we pray for our families, for the conversion of our families and peace within our families. Well, Prisoners Advice and Care Trust does a huge amount of work helping marriages, helping families in prison, separated by convictions and as people return back to their families. I've got Teresa Alessandra with us today to speak to us further about PAC's good work. Welcome again to the programme, my dear. Thank you, Helena. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Um, now, I'm someone who's been married for 35 years and counting, so I'm uh, I'm all for affirming and celebrating marriage and supporting people who are married. So uh, this, is, this is a good time to be here. But um, I'm, I'm going to speak this morning. We've got a great new piece of work at PACT, which I want to share with uh, with everybody listening, and that's um, supporting children. So um, our work is, is about supporting the families of prisoners very often. And uh, as Helena said, um, and, and you'll know, listeners, that some families are separated by imprisonment where mum or dad uh, ends up in prison. And so uh, the new work that we're doing is about, uh, we've created a toolkit to support schools in their work supporting children who may be coming to school while their mum or dad is in prison uh, and these are very difficult situations for children and for the whole family and there are um, ways in which schools can help to support families going through this this difficult time and that's what our toolkit is all about so we've got a member of staff who's our children and young people's lead she's called amy and amy's been leading on this toolkit and it it has been launched um, in wales just now and it's going to be launched in England shortly. So just to just to check that we that we know that uh, I sometimes speak here on Radio Maria about the fact that there are today while I'm speaking to you a hundred thousand children uh, across England and Wales whose mum or dad is in prison so there are lots and lots and lots of children in school today whose mum or dad is in prison and they may or may not speak about that situation. And we also at PACT, we run the National Prisoners Families Helpline and that takes 36,000 calls, or we did last year. Uh, lots of calls from worried family members, but also sometimes from teachers who ask about how to help children in the classroom in this situation where they know that they've got a mum or dad in prison and they want to know how best to approach talking to the child about it, whether they should talk to the child about it, what the school community can do to help. And this is where our toolkits will come in now. And uh, just one more sad statistic before I move on, and that's to say if a mother goes to prison, in 90% of cases we know the child or children will need to move house and they might be cared for by a grandparent. Some grandparents, you know, will, will step in, they're in a position to step in in this situation, they, they, they do a fantastic job, or the children may be cared for by foster parents or they may be needing to go into care in other ways Um, and in these situations it's very distressing for everybody it's distressing for the children but it's also distressing for grandparents and I'm going to talk about um, that in a minute so um, the toolkit has lesson plans for all age groups to talk about these issues and uh, animations too that bring the stories to life and so in one of the animations in the toolkit there's a, a boy called Zach who shares that he came home from school with his younger sister one day and the police arrived and arrested his mum 
and took her away and, and, and she was sent to prison. And he didn't see her again until he was taken to visit her in prison much later. And uh, Zach and his sister were then cared for by their grandmother, which is great. But he tells how in this animation, his grandmother was so cross with her daughter who ended up in prison that his grandmother couldn't speak about it with the children at first. And she advised them not to speak about it at school. But when Zach got to school, his friends knew about it because of social media today, you know, and he didn't know what to say then. And and there are other children who, who have to move school. You know, if you've moved house, you may need to move school and they may be in a situation where they are having to make new friends. And it's really hard for the children to know what to say about why they're in this situation, you know, where their mom or dad is. And there was another teenager as part of uh, as part of this toolkit launch. We were on BBC Wales. Quite a, we had quite a lot of coverage on BBC Wales. It was great. Um, and uh, they interviewed a young man called, that we've been supporting called Johan, who he shared on the BBC Wales programme that he was 13 when his mum was sent to prison for five years. And he said the hardest part for him was, in his words, my mum wasn't there. She was gone. I couldn't talk to her. And Amy spoke on the programme about how PAX Toolkit is designed to help schools and children and young people have a better understanding of the impact of imprisonment, reducing the stigma and shame so that children do feel able to tell someone and get some help. I've said a few words there about mums in prison, but of course, I'd, I'd like to say a word or two about dads in prison too. So if a father goes to prison, the children might be able to re remain in the care of their mother, of course, but sometimes this actually leads to hardship for the family because now there's only one income and families tell us there are costs involved in supporting someone in prison. Going to visit them can be very expensive and you're taking all the children as well. So now the family has less money coming in, but more costs and that can lead to hardship. We do know, of course, that keeping families together where appropriate when mum or dad is in prison reduces the chance of someone returning to crime when they're released. And that's really good for the family and it makes all our communities safer too and reduces future victims of crime. So it's really helpful if teachers in school recognise the kinds of issues a family might be dealing with in the background and how this might affect the child, the things that the child or children in this family might be going through. So this toolkit has got some really lovely lesson plans that help teachers to talk to the children and young people at their level about imprisonment and what it's like when your mum or dad goes to prison. And working through the lessons, I hope this means that children and young people will be able to help each other and empathise with each other. And that can help to reduce the stigma of imprisonment or what we sometimes call a hidden sentence. So children and families often feel they're serving a hidden sentence alongside their loved one in prison. And just I, I just want to go back to Joan, who was interviewed on BBC Wales, because there was a lovely moment where they said, what would the first thing be that he would do when his mum was released? And he said he'd give her a big hug and he wouldn't let go for an hour. So that's, the, you know, that's what we're aiming for. Let's keep families together. Let's let's build those relationships, strengthen those relationships and help families through these awful situations. So, as I say, this work has been launched in Wales first and it will be launched in England shortly. And the Welsh version, uh, there's a Welsh language version and it's tailored to the Welsh school system. And the English version will be tailored for the English school system. And we in the Pact Faith in Action team have been busy writing an introduction for Catholic schools. 
And I think all of this shows that we're serious at PACT about supporting children and families everywhere in all our communities. So the toolkit is flexible for different kinds of schools and school systems. And we've involved teachers and families in devising it too. I sometimes talk about how PACT is informed by the principles of Catholic social teaching, which is a, a flowery thing to say, but I think this is a really good example. This is an example of subsidiarity, one of the principles of Catholic social teaching. And when our teachers use the toolkit and understand the issues better and how to support children, and when our children and young people in schools learn about the impact of imprisonment, they'll all be better able to stand in solidarity with families in the school community who are affected. And I think that's really important too. So I mentioned that the toolkit includes lesson plans, books, there's a board game, there's a school policy uh, framework, and there's uh, a jargon buster, something for everyone. So I hope that you listeners will share this good news with schools you're in contact with. And this is timely in marriage week, isn't it, when we're thinking about families and um, mums and dads and how we can support them. But I'd also just like to look ahead to Lent, if I may, Helene, just take a moment to look yes, ahead please, to yes, Lent please. and remind ourselves that Jesus charged us with the care of people in prison when he said, I was in prison and you visited me. I hope, listeners, you can see that Pat is faithfully striving to follow Jesus and to live this gospel message. And I hope you'd like to be part of what we do. We can use volunteers, so we can use parish reps, and actually we've got paid stuff too. There are job opportunities on our website. I'll tell you our website details in a minute. And we value your prayers. We're going to join in prayer in a moment. But I'd just like to mention, as we are coming up to Lent, if you check out our website, there, you'll find there are Stations of the Cross liturgy with words from people in prison and their families. And one of the things that, that, that might resonate with us today while we're thinking about families and, and married people, uh, one, of the, one of the things somebody has said, which we've used in that liturgy, is I was trying to hold all the family together and not deal with how I felt because if I wobbled, everybody else would fall apart. That's what families are like sometimes, and that's um, that's the kind of uh, experiences that are captured in the liturgy, the Stations of the Cross liturgy that you might like to use in your uh, church during Lent. So our website is prisonadvice.org.uk. Prisonadvice.org.uk. You can find the liturgy there. But if you've got any difficulties or if there's anything else I can help you with, and I'd be glad to, you can contact us at parish.action at prisonadvice.org.uk. Parish.action at prisonadvice.org.uk. And now uh, I'd like to finish with a prayer, Helena, if that's OK. And yes, um, I've, I've adapted this prayer. The Bishop's Conference, I see, have some wonderful Marriage Week resources. And I hope it's OK that I've adapted one of the prayers on there to include married people and families separated by imprisonment. So, God, our Father, we pray in thanksgiving for the vocation to marriage and for each couple that you join together in order to make a family. We ask that every marriage brings each couple closer to you and closer to holiness. We pray for those who are struggling in their marriage at present, especially for married couples and families separated by imprisonment, that they can make it through this tough time and support each other. We make this prayer through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Amen.